a new global platform for tribunal secretaries, a call for applicants to join the fight against climate change via the Campaign for Greener Arbitrations, Coinbase goes to court, and a new online dispute resolution platform launches in London. All of this on today's episode of Disputes Digest. Listeners, thank you for tuning in once again. There has been a ton to cover, great interviews to bring you over on Tales of the Tribunal, and much, much more. To make sure you're catching it all, make sure you follow us over on Tales of the Tribunal's LinkedIn page. And if you're enjoying the show, give us a like, comment, or better yet, a review on your podcasting platform of choice. It really helps others find the show. Okay, let's jump into it. A new global tribunal secretary platform is set to launch in the first quarter of 2024, aiming to revolutionize the way arbitrators connect with tribunal secretaries for case-by-case collaboration. This innovative platform, a joint initiative by the Swiss Arbitration Association, ASA, and Mundi, will be hosted on Mundi's Juice Connect platform. The project team, comprising of professionals from cities like Geneva, Switzerland, New York, London, Paris, Hong Kong, Singapore, is a committed to providing a range of features all free of charge. Key features of the Tribunal Secretary platform include flexibility. It will promote flexible job models by enabling arbitrators and tribunal secretaries worldwide to collaborate on a case-by-case basis. Filter search. Arbitrators can find tribunal secretaries globally who match the specific profile needed for their particular case. Facilitation and transparency. The platform will offer various templates to ease cooperation and ensure transparency. These include templates for agreements between the tribunal and secretary, letters to parties about appointing a secretary, and notes on remunerating secretaries. Additionally, it will provide a checklist of potential tasks for tribunal secretaries, enhancing clarity and transparency for all parties involved. Speaking of which, visibility. It will increase visibility of tribunal secretaries by making their profiles more accessible worldwide. And finally, it will address diversity. The platform supports diversity and inclusion in arbitration by enabling arbitrators to connect with secretaries outside of their direct network. Global practices will foster the global collaboration and the sharing of best practices among senior and younger practitioners in different regions of the globe. The platform has garnered support from leading arbitration professionals across the planet. An important aspect of the platform is its entry requirements for tribunal secretaries, designed to cater to their diverse needs. The criteria includes a minimum of two years in dispute resolution and a demonstrated interest in arbitration. This approach balances inclusivity with the need for experienced professionals, making it easier for arbitrators to find secretaries with the right level of experience. The project team invites feedback, suggestions, and particularly regarding desired platform features, essential qualities, and experience for tribunal secretaries, and preferred search filters for finding a secretary. The initiative represents a significant step forward in the field of arbitration, offering a unique comprehensive solution for the global arbitration community. Next, let's go to the Campaign for Greener Arbitrations, which has just put out an application to join its team. Applications are due November 15th, which is just under a week away. And in case you've missed it, the Campaign for Greener Arbitrations stands at the forefront of environmental sustainability in the legal field, specifically targeting the arbitration sector. The pioneering initiative seeks to drastically reduce the carbon footprint of arbitration proceedings, recognizing the urgency need for eco-friendly practices, and the campaign champions a shift towards more sustainable methods in the traditional resource-intensive arbitration process. 
Central to its mission, the campaign is currently embarking on a significant drive to expand its influence and reach. It has launched an active call for new members, inviting professionals and organizations involved in arbitrate to join in this critical moment. This call comes at an important juncture for the organization as it seeks to grow and take its offerings even further. By expanding its network, the campaign aims to harness the broader range of insight, experience, and resources to further its objectives. The Campaign for Green Arbitrations operates on several strategic fronts, primarily its advocacy for the reduction of paper usage in arbitration, promoting digital alternatives wherever possible, and traveling on a strictly necessary basis. This not only includes case-related documentation, but extends to the broader aspects of arbitration proceedings and electronic filings and communications as well. Additionally, with regard to travel, the travel is not limited to just hearings, but anytime parties would be meeting, even if it would be with experts, clients, or anywhere in between. The shift not only reduces emissions, but also offers cost and time efficiency. Moreover, the campaign focuses on educating and raising awareness among arbitration professionals about the environmental impact of their work. By providing guidelines, resources, and best practices, it empowers practitioners to make more informed, eco-conscious decisions. The campaign also actively collaborates with law firms, chambers, and arbitration institutions to integrate green policies into their operational frameworks. This call for new members represents an opportunity for the legal community to contribute actively to the global sustainability agenda. By joining the campaign, members can play a crucial role in shaping an environmentally responsible arbitration landscape, aligning with the legal sector with the broader global legal efforts to fight climate change. From there, we're talking about a huge story in the world of cryptocurrency litigation. On November 3rd, 2023, the U.S. Supreme Court heard arguments in the case of Coinbase Inc. versus Suzuki. This case is a big deal because it could change how disputes are handled between one of the largest cryptocurrency exchange platforms, Coinbase, and its users. Here's the backdrop. Coinbase has this user agreement that says if you've got a beef with them, you can't go to court and instead have to go to arbitration. But here's where things get interesting. Coinbase users accused the platform of being deceptive with a 2021 sweepstakes agreement, alleging that Coinbase hid the free entry option just to pump up its own trading volume. The users thought this was a deceptive trade practice and decided to bring suit. And they said, no way are we taking this to arbitration. We're taking this to court. And in particular, a group of them got together and started a class action lawsuit. Coinbase, sticking to its guns, tried to insist that the whole thing should be in arbitration, leaning on their user agreement as their defense. But the district court in California threw a curveball and said specific clauses in the sweepstick rules overruled the arbitration provisions of the user agreement. Coinbase, not ready to back down, appealed that decision both to the district court and also to the Ninth Circuit, which both disagreed, denying Coinbase's appeal. Now, SCOTUS is getting involved to decide who gets to call the shots when a later contract may tighten the noose on an earlier agreement to arbitrate. The legal world is split on this. Some circuits say that it's the arbitrator's call, others say it's up to the courts. This decision could be a big one. And it's not just about Coinbase, it's about all businesses across the board who use arbitration agreements to avoid court where they can. And it's not just about Coinbase, it's about how businesses and other sophisticated users of dispute resolution processes across the board use arbitration agreements and other mechanisms to avoid the long and expensive arm of litigation in national courts. So keep your eyes peeled because whatever the Supreme Court decides, it's going to be an important decision and it's going to likely send ripples through the business world and could redefine how companies in and could redefine how companies and their users settle disputes. Then for our final story of the day, let's head to London, 
where Guy Pendel and Ian Quirk have launched Pink DR, an online dispute resolution service that's sort of like a speedboat in a sea of slow-moving legal tankers that also try and resolve disputes. Let me be a bit more clear. They're promising to resolve arbitration challenges at a lightning fast three days and deliver a binding decision in just six to eight weeks. This isn't your grandpa's dispute resolution platform. It's arbitration with the need for speed. So Pendle and Quirk, after a successful fundraising round in July, said let's shake things up further by targeting commercial disputes over 5,000 pound and already have four corporate counsel lining up at their digital doorstep. They're keeping it exclusive for now, only taking a limited number of cases during their soft launch. There is a waiting list for those itching to jump on Pink DR's bandwagon. And they're not flying solo on this. They've got an all-star advisory board, including names like Mike Beer, Helen Dodds, Warren Little, and other heavy hitters from the arbitration world. Here's where it gets techie. Pink DR is all about written submissions in arbitrations. And they're planning to add an AI twist to how arbitrators are chosen in the first place. Think of it as matchmaking, but particularly for arbitrators. And if you're worried about a long, drawn-out hearing, Pink DR has got you covered. They're saying no to oral hearings unless absolutely necessary. They're based in London and sticking usually with English law for the time being, but Pink DR is all ready to handle challenges to arbitrators faster than you can say, OBJECTION! with decisions expected within three working days. Now, let's talk money because that's always important. The costs are paid upfront on the claim value, with arbitrators getting a bigger slice of the pie as the case progresses. It's like a carrot on a stick for speedy resolution. Their arbitrator roster reads like a who's who amongst legal world, and they're planning to expand it internationally with eyes especially on India. So whether you're in London or anywhere else in the world, Pink DR is positioning itself to be the go-to platform for online speedy dispute resolution instead of the traditional legal arbitration process. When, with that said, I pass the question off to you. What do you think about this fast-track arbitration approach? As always, let's talk about it in the comments or drop me an email, and we'll be glad to talk about it further on the show. And with that, that's it for this week. We'll be back next week with another episode of Tales of the Tribunal as we head into the final episodes of the season. We have some great guests, and you don't want to miss this, or for the final episodes of Dispute Digest. Disputes Digest is produced by MoBeta Solutions. Show music is by Joshua and Jaden Campbell. Thanks for tuning in this week, listeners. It's been so great. I look forward to bringing you more content before we hit the end of the year. And this has been Disputes Digest by Tales of the Tribunal. And we'll see you next time. None of the views shared today or in any episode of Disputes Digest is presented as legal advice nor advice of any kind. No compensation was provided to any organization or party for their inclusion on the show, nor do any of the statements made represent any particular organization, legal position, or viewpoint. All interviewees or organizations included appear on an arm's length basis, and their appearance should not be construed as any bias or preferred affiliation with the host or host's employer. All rights reserved.